Hello, Nick. Hello, Muriel. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to Hella in your 30s. <laughs> you guys, we're four years old <laughs> yeah. this weekend. So to celebrate, we're going to play one of our very favorite super old school episodes. Yes. Yes. Nick was looking at a, a spreadsheet of all of our episodes today, and we realized this one is criminally underplayed. It is the Compton Cowboys episode. Muriel and I go down to Compton, hang out with the Cowboys, get on horses. It's We love this episode. Yeah, and we were babies. <laughs> we sound so different. <laughs> so please enjoy it. Uh, young ass Nick and Miriam. That's right. Uh, we have some really fun Patreons. Uh, a couple of them are listener requests. So uh, stay tuned for those if you're on the Patreon. Also, shout out to Andrea just hitting us up on Patreon. Uh, these next two episodes are for you, Andrea. And then the other thing that's happening is I was just out of town for a week. So Muriel and I have to info dump our entire experiences <laughs> into each other's brains. We're going to do that off the mic that's gonna be it's not gonna be interesting these are the things like i i was like burning to tell you they cut down the tree in front of the apartment building next to our house so now everyone in that apartment only can see directly into our apartment which is not that hot uh there's a there was a band playing there was a uh doing a backstreet boys cover Uh they were doing ain't no lie baby bye 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 and they practiced for like four hours. <laughs> the same song. And I couldn't figure out where they were. So I kept going up to the window looking around. But there were all these people everywhere. And I haven't brushed my hair. When you're not in town, I'm just like, <laughs> I don't care. So I'm like a 38-year-old troll doll. It's <laughs> yeah. like looking around with a grumpy face. Trying to be like, where are those guys? <laughs> well, I discovered peanut butter Nutella banana sandwiches. Wow. That I just tried to uh, calm that. down. Well, I just started doing them open face, you know, cut down on the bread. Oh my God. But then what I was doing was I would just start folding them on top of each other. And then eating two. And then eating two. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, the other thing you did is you came home with a horrible, bloody nose. <laughs> well, if you want to hear about how I cut my nose open like the guy from Chinatown, you're going to have to tune into our Patreon this week. <laughs> <laughs> I need a chance to breathe, man. I just got back. It was a good trip, but, uh, you know, I'm 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 worn thin and I'm bleeding all over the place. I know. Also, so. we've been fighting all day. <laughs> we were like... <laughs> We've literally been just like really chill. Like, I missed you so much. I was like, I just don't understand why you're not listening to what I'm saying. Well, we always, every time we get back together after a trip apart, we have a fight day. And then also when we're trying to organize like the next week or two, we usually fight during that process. And we have to do all of that right now. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's funny. It's like. This episode, I mean, this podcast is called Hell in Your 30s, but I feel like we will literally never grow out of this phase of our relationship. (laughs) (laughs) We're just like, like every time we are apart and every time we have to plan something, there has to be some locking of the horns. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to stop this recorder. You and I are going to go forth. We're not going to fight for the rest of the day. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. I'm getting my hackles. All right, guys. Well, uh, we're joining you and wishing us a happy four-year anniversary (laughs) of this podcast. Congratulations to Nick and Muriel. We are still alive. That's right. And enjoy this episode because we love it. There is a moment that's my favorite moment that I think about all the time. You'll find out. But in case you miss it, there's a moment where Nick thinks a pony is a baby horse. And I think about that moment a lot and die laughing. So just tune your ears in <laughs> to hear my incredible, wonderful, brilliant husband ask a bunch of horsemen about their pony and when it's going to be a full-grown horse. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nick. I'm Muriel, and welcome to Hella Hella in Your your 30s. 30s. This week, we are going to be spending some time with the Compton Cowboys. They're teaching us how to horseback ride. It's going to be a blast. We also 
um, have some exciting news. We were featured on Apple Podcasts this week. Thank you so much, Apple. We love that. It was our tattoo episode. I went and got my very first tattoo. Yes. And Apple featured it as a top comedy podcast. Yes. So we love Apple. And if you guys haven't heard that episode yet, it's a it's a doozy. Yep. And then this week also we found out uh, we got a really sweet little write-up in the AV Club for our Valentine's Day episode. So, you know, things are just coming up roses for us booming <laughs> oh my god business ding 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 what do they do at the stock market they ring in the bell that's what you just did baby gotta ring that bell baby yes ding 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 so thank you so much for the av club for the um really sweet sweet reviews we love them if you're a new um listener and you haven't you know taken a journey with us before <laughs> thank you for trying us out we love you we also love um suggestions via instagram if you um, have an idea for an episode that we should try, hit us up. So if there's anything you want us to try, such as like, I don't know, CBD oil or yeah. whatever helps you live your best life uh, as a 30-something, we're super, super down to hear it. Um, also, you know, rate and review, guys. That's right. If you give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and you also feel like you want to talk trash about us, if you give us that five-star review and then write your review, we'll read it on air. Any five-star review, we will read the entire review online. So you can trash talk us as much as you want. Just give those sweet, sweet stars, baby. <laughs> Thank you so much. And here come the Compton Cowboys. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Oh my God. I am actually so excited to go to this ranch. We're going to a ranch in Compton. And my friend's a cowboy, and he's going to go teach us how to ride horses. Yeah, and this is like super random. He is a cook. He's a chef. He's a chef at... The restaurant where you work at Beer Belly. Yeah. And you found out super randomly he's also a cowboy. He's also a cowboy who like, I don't know, we're going to learn everything there is to know about the ranch that I think his family operates. I don't know. We're going to go hang out in Compton and learn how to ride some horses. Yeah. And it's, and he's a, Keenan's a great friend and I'm, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's weird because like my mother loved riding horses like her whole life. She still loves and it. And she still does. Yeah. And I've gone horseback riding with her but it was just so like she still does it but it was just so clear that my love for it could just never was never in the realm of her love for it or your like natural aptitude right no. like, <laughs> oh, like oh i feel is, like that's some trash talking but I'm also really. it's right it's, it's totally kind of right, right right i mean like i was i was surprised you had ridden horses so much given what your experience level was compared to mine yeah like because we went horseback riding um uh, on, on our, our honeymoon. On our honeymoon. So we went to um, Georgia O'Keeffe's ranch yeah. in New Mexico, and it was amazing. Like we got on these horses, and then they take you up on this ridge, and then they point out all the different like vistas that she painted. Yeah. And there's like a thunderstorm coming in. It was like in October, um, and you could you were so high up, you could see it coming from like super far away. There were like thunderstorms oh, all beautiful. around us. Um, and I felt like. You and I were pretty much. I'm not good at horse matched. riding at all. But I'm you've been riding horses since you were like a little kid. I mean, I rode horses when I was a little kid a few times, and then up until I was like a teenager, we used to my we used to take road trips deep into Canada from Seattle, super far north, to like these to like a, I guess it was like a dude ranch or something, and that was like how we vacationed because like you could go fishing in the lake. My dad would go fishing in the lake and my mom would go horseback riding. And one of my, one of my earliest memories of that era was my dad went horseback riding and then came back to what was a cabin, really, and just sat around all night on the couch with a huge ice pack on his nuts, oh, moaning no. and complaining. Oh. And I... And, I that think, seems very on brand for Joe. Yeah, and I think that just got into my mind. I think I was just, a, I'm going to go fishing and ice my nuts kind of a guy. I could see that. I was just, you know, um, galloping in my father's uh, footsteps. Well, I had, like, I I idolize horseback riding a lot. I find it to seem very, very classy. Like, uh -huh. your mom's, like, a classy broad. Sure. And, like, you know, 
And it does, like, even though, like, kids do it, it does to me seem like something that an accomplished adult would know how to do. Right, yeah. Like, and... <laughs> like, I, if you were worthy of marriage in, like, England or something. Yeah, it's, like, a classy sort of, like, thing that you should, like, a, like you know, whatever. I mean, I can't drive a car, so whatever. <laughs> but, you know, I always said it was really cool. I had a best friend who was, at, like, you know, one of those girls who's, like, obsessed with horses. Yeah. Like, obsessed, obsessed. And... They scare me still to this day. Actually, yeah. okay. Big horses, they scare me. I think they're beautiful. I want to try and ride them. I did a three-day um, camp, like a day camp to learn how to ride horses. The first day, I had uh, like a young horse like stomp on my foot. And then the second day, the kid whose parents owned the camp and the rant, the like stables was like, hey, let me show you something. And then he lifted up his shirt and showed me literally the worst bruise I have ever seen in my life because he had just gotten bit by a horse in his <laughs> chest. Like a skinny little dude. The horse just Why did he show it to you? Cause I, I cause he's He was I don't a little know. kid and he was just like, hey, let me like a dead body behind the behind the I was gonna say because he's kind of an body. asshole, but yeah. then I was just thinking like anytime I get a bruise or a cut, I always want to show people. <laughs> yeah. It's like when I got that, when I fell on that stick and got stabbed in the butt on that hike yeah. and I had that terrible bruise. It took everything I could not to just show people pictures of my butt. So you had gotten stomped on by the horse. And then the guy was like, oh, and I, at this point, I didn't know horses could bite at all. Yeah. I mean, I was like 10. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, yeah, no, they can bite. And then he showed me and he had this like black, green, like crazy horse bite in the center of his chest. And then I had to, in like, the center of his chest. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was like a little kid like that's he's skinny. Yeah. So that horse just like looked at him and was like, oh, okay. And then bit him on his chest, like the flat part of your chest. How was the rest of horse camp? Terrifying. <laughs> you were just scared the whole time? I was scared the entire time. <laughs> I was terrified. And then I think I did it. And then I went to Indonesia. Uh-huh. And I went to Bali with um, a, like one of my really close friends. And we were like 20, 21. And we went to a little island. And uh, if you go to like Bali, there's these little islands off the coast of Bali that are called the Gili Islands, islands where it's the only place in Indonesia. It's like unincorporated Indonesia where all drugs are legal. Yeah. And you're not allowed to have um, uh, like any sort of motorized vehicle because the island is too small. So it's like horses everywhere and people on mushrooms and like hella weed. It's just like the craziest <laughs> like craziest place and yeah. we went and that was like my second time riding horses and these guys were like yeah get on these horses and we started riding these horses and my they were just like not broken in at all like one of like he was like beating this horse with his <laughs> oh, stick no. while we were going and the horse was like charging through the underbrush and my friend was like holding on to this horse and he's you know because the branches are like slapping you in the face and then the horse is like yeah. rearing up and then the guy's like so he like signed up for like a three mile ride so if, if you had been a classy dame you could have like tamed, <laughs> tamed it? it right away but like, instead we're just gone like, to a waterfall or something i mean the best case scenario that we could have done was that we were like riding on these horses and bouncing up and down as hard as you possibly could through like a beach of people that were all going, oh, oh. <laughs> oh no. It was just like <laughs> the worst. Well, I guess that, yeah, I don't know. So do you consider cowboys to be classy? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I'm about to introduce you to the classiest of them all, baby. You ready to go to Compton and check out these, these cowboys? I'm, st I am. Uh, I'm pretty pumped about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm pumped too. I'm also nervous around horses. Yeah. They've so always, I've never been at ease with them, even though my mom introduced me to them when I was little. I've yeah. never been at ease around them. This is definitely for me. Yeah. About where I'd be if I had to ride a medium roller coaster, which is high on the panic list. <laughs> gentlemen here we are in the heart of compton california <laughs> with <laughs> with an old friend of mine uh do you go by key or keenan when uh, you're getting when you're all official and being interviewed on a podcast 
I just go by Key. Oh, he goes by Key, ladies and gentlemen. Key, tell me where we are. Well, I think we're in Compton for I th- sure. I think so too, based on the exits we took together. The, oh man, you, you got off that freeway. It was it was pretty harsh, huh? No, it was fine. It was cool. It's pretty. Now we're, you know, we're in the we're in the zone. All right. Well, where we're at right now, we're considered the Richland Farms. Richland Farms. Richland Farms. That's yeah. a neighborhood in Compton. That's a neighborhood in Compton. Cool. And what is this property that we're sitting on, man? Explain to to us where we are at. Well, right now we are currently at. My home base, um, place I like to call home, my ranch. Uh-huh. Um, it go by, goes by the name of the Compton Junior Posse. Compton Junior Posse. Yes, sir. Oh, dang. So uh, who is in the Compton Junior Posse, and what what is the Compton Junior Posse? Well, that's, that's a pretty long story, but basically the Compton Junior Posse is a, a nonprofit organization funded by donations and sponsorships to keep children off horses i mean off the streets and on horseback oh oh <laughs> to keep them away from the horses nah, okay no, cool so off away from yeah. the streets and on horses that's cool and who founded it um she goes by the name of maisha akbar uh-huh she started in 1988 and she's been running the program ever since and you were born into it right yeah i was pretty much born into it yeah we just saw your how like your house your childhood yeah, house yeah no i've, I've been here all my life, pretty much. What um, was it like, like growing up here? Did, when, how old were you when you first learned, like, rode your first horse? Uh, my first horse I rode, I was probably eight. Yeah. Um, the first time I actually was trained to start riding horses, I was ten years old. That's uh, awesome. Man. Yeah, they have, and also just for the record, I see a pony, horses. There's a bunch of chickens. I saw a llama, three goats. That's about it, right? They have yeah. a petting zoo. You guys have a petting zoo. Yeah, we had we had more um, before, but throughout the years, you know, and nothing lasts forever. No animal lives forever, so we've yeah. we've lost a couple, couple troopers, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, can you ride the llama? No, I wouldn't suggest you do. Okay, I'm just curious. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. We have, but it's not. It's not ideal. So, what was it like growing up? Uh, on a ranch in the middle of a city. From Compton, it, it was it was it's was freaking awesome. Pretty uh, much. If if our listeners can't hear, we have some commentary. We're we're here at the Compton Junior Posse Ranch, and we've got some friends and family sitting around. So a bunch of people just chirped in that it was awesome. So why? What was what was it like? It was it was awesome for me and my and my friends because. Shit, you couldn't you couldn't get this anywhere else. You're in yeah. the middle of the city, and with the with the danger level and the crime rate of Compton, you wouldn't you wouldn't expect this to be something that you could be like, oh shit, it's horses and there's like no violence around here. Mm-hmm. This this seems interesting. Yeah, you know. And then when you start doing the stuff that you're not supposed to do on horses and you get tossed in the fences and you get bruises and aches and a pile full of mud in your face because you got <laughs> you got drug for like two two feet. It's kind of like all right. How how I old were I'm you when you first, first took your first horse beating? Oh man, twelve I think. Yeah. What well, what happened? Twelve I think. <laughs> what happened? Um, pretty much we we were supposed to be supervised at all times, but sometimes you know. They just they they close their eyes and somebody would do something and like maybe throw a rock at my horse and I think yeah I think my buddy right here threw a rock at my horse and <laughs> he start he took off and I I didn't know what to do I you know I was so young I was inexperienced so it was either you hang on for your life or you jump off but I think I was not what'd you do quick. did you did you hang or did you, you did half halfway I did halfway and I just got <laughs> I got stuck. And next thing you know, the horse is running into a stall with me, like, two feet behind it, on a rope. Oh, no. Yeah. Damn. Face full, of, face full of dirt. Oh. For sure. Was that the worst? Uh, is that your worst accident? No. Worst no. I've Wait, got, what's the worst one? Uh, probably one time, we had another, another stupid story. <laughs> I think one of the horses got let out, and we were making it worse by like poking at it so 
sort of stood up and like on his back back legs and started clawing and got hit with a right hook in the face. <gasps> in the face? Sure. Yeah. I think we were in Malibu at the time. We were training in Malibu. And uh, it was, yeah, it was pretty. Did you have to go to the doctor? Gnarly. Nah, I just had a black eye. Yeah. Pretty have bad you, black eye. Have you ever got bit by a horse? Because yeah. I heard that happen. Yeah. At the auction. I think that was my, my most terrifying horse experience in my life. I was like six years old. Okay. And we, and we went to the auction for whatever reason. And, you know, you get to see the horses before you can bid on them. And obviously, you don't know where these horses come from. Yeah. Um, some of them are, like, just mean, just ferocious. Don't bite me. Don't touch me. Don't look at me. As a six-year-old, you wouldn't. You don't know. You know, you just walk up. You're like, oh, horsey. Yeah, right. My little stubby hand just went up, and it came back. And I was like, all right, oh, I'm going to rethink this for the rest of my life. That's, like, the most savage thing. Like, I went to horse camp as a 10-year-old, mm-hmm. and I was around horses for the first time. And I, that's, like, the most savage thing that I ever saw was somebody's the bite that somebody yeah. had. I was just like. Yeah, and it's not it's not like you're getting bit by, like, a, uh, a bird or, <laughs> you know, a dog or anything. You know, the, the size of the teeth are so small. These are, like, imagine the biggest tooth in the world is about the size of your thumb. Yeah. You know, and it's like. They only have their mouth only opens so much to the point where they don't, they can't bite you and like chew on you, but they can oh. snip you. Yeah, and that shit hurts <laughs> for sure. So I'm like moderately terrified of horses. So <laughs> what do you? I mean, I'm uh, uh, ner- uh, no terrified is over. That's dramatic, I suppose, but for sure nervous. I mean, I'm not like comfortable right, like fully right, right. you know so what what do you tell people man like how do you how do you help people with that uh just common rule of thumb proceed with caution uh-huh. um, <laughs> so be just, scared just, of them. Be, just be, be scared. scared because you don't know what to you don't know what to expect can they smell fear can they tell if you're nervous yes they'll smell it they, they can it? sense it yeah. yeah if they so like okay so like does it depend on the horse how they react to that like if it, like are some of them like gonna be more bad if they think yeah. that you're not in control yeah for sure <laughs> for sure they'll 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 feed off of your fear and they you know they have their mind of, mind of their own so yeah. if they want to play with you they'll they'll be you know vicious and be like oh this person's scared i can make this person more scared or Ooh. <laughs> you know no, just like humans you know yeah how many horses do you have right now we've got about 10 back there right now 10 what who what's the personality of your favorite horse Ooh. <laughs> and what's his name? I'm gonna go with Sonny. Okay. He's a he's a pony, but he's he's got a lot of spunk. Yeah. He's very you know very feisty. He's got a lot of get up. He's just you know he reminds me of myself. You know just off the wall. Yeah. I don't give a shit any attitude. Like you can't stop me, but get the <laughs> right uh get the right person and come you know put me in my place for sure. I'm all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> So where? So you said it, it, it's a pony. Yeah. Sunny's a pony. Yeah. So when do you? Or is this a? Is Sunny already being rode? Like are they? I don't even know any of the terminology. Nah, like, he's he's back there chilling. But no, but like, will he? Event, people will ride him eventually. Yeah. No, they 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 get rode every day. A they, pony's they not a baby horse. Yeah, What's a food? pony? Is <laughs> a small horse? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, a pony. <laughs> a pony is like it's like a midget for horses. Yes. You know. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's like, will it eventually have a have a good adult ride? <laughs> uh, okay, so the the horse you dislike. <laughs> also, hold on, just for the record, uh, Keenan tried to get everyone to stop clowning on me, but it's okay. Part of this podcast is. Not knowing something and then getting clowned exactly. on for not knowing. So exactly. All, all shit talking is welcome. I mean, I feel like anything we're gonna learn today is gonna be like where you don't know anything. Okay. Least well, I mean, favorite- honestly, honestly, you're on a ranch, so you might as well just shoot the shit, right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, least favorite horse. Why? Also, Sunny. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he has his good days and his bad days, and <laughs> if you piss him off on his bad day. Uh, I can guarantee you, you will regret it. Yeah. You will regret it. But he's, you know, he's he's a kind horse, but I've, I hate his bad attitude. You know? <laughs> Just, Did he ever bite you? 
Nah, he's kicked me before though. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, it, it it gets deep. Okay, so you're learning. You have to, you learn two different styles. Yeah. Just saw. I don't know anything. So you you do two different styles of riding horses. Yeah. What what um, are they? One is called dressage, okay. which is you know a more fancier style, mm-hmm. more corporate America, and then you have Western, mm-hmm. which is more rugged, more fast. You know, you, you have more freedom to express yourself um, when it comes to what the events calls for. Um, people use horses for events, pretty much. Yeah. Right, and and you do also. You compete. Or you have in the past? I have in the past, yeah. I've I've slowed down a lot lately due to, you know, just real life scenarios. But yeah. I've done everything from western riding, um, jumping, which is pretty much the funniest thing in the world when you're on a horse. Really? Yeah. What's it like? Uh pretty much it's it's all about speed and jumping over fences. Uh huh. And it's a they give you an ob- it's an obstacle course yeah pretty much. And is this where you like primarily train with the horse? Wow. Is this where you primarily like ride with the horses in yeah. the center? Yeah. yeah. And you set up jumps and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then dressage is like prancing, right? Prancing, it's yeah. Like- it's like ballet on a the horse. There uh-huh. we go. Okay. So I mean, it's it's more how do you look doing it? Yeah. As far as. You better go fast, and you better get over this jump, and also still look, still look clean and, and, yeah. and crisp because there are you know certain moves that you have to know to be able to turn your horse in the right direction. Because if you don't, you'll be face first in a pile of dirt. <laughs> I don't want that. No, I don't want that at all. I want to go on a nice little trot. I don't even know if I want to go on a trot. Whatever. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, and you and I believe. Some other people associated out here have like trained for the Olympics. Yeah, like that's yeah. a that's a an ambition. Yeah. So what was that process like? Hard. Yeah, it was very hard. Um, I actually I actually stopped, but my buddy is he just started again training for the Olympics, and he he's doing you know acti- I mean train training things that I'm like, dude, that's absurd. Like what? Just. You know, he's walking around with nothing on the, on nothing on the horse's back, going over a five foot fence with no way to control the horse. He has Whoa. to trust this horse, like he just has to hold on. But it's it's training because he has to he has to know the right uh, maneuvers. Uh huh. Because riding a horse over fences is not all about controlling it. It's about how the horse makes you feel, how you make the horse feel. It's it's connecting your feelings to that horse's feelings. And it's like, dude, why would you do that? Why would you go over a five-foot fence with no reins, yeah. uh, with a blindfold over your eyes, just to prove that you can be trained to do something correctly? You know? Right. It sounds like like when a kung fu master makes their student learn how to like fight a waterfall or something. Yeah, pretty You're much, like, what? yeah. Damn. Okay. <laughs> go jump. Go jump over that pit of fire, but it's yeah. twenty feet high. No, you're crazy. I'm gonna walk around it. Yeah. What if you were gonna train for an event at the Olympics? What would it be? Or when you were training, what were you going for? Uh, jumping. Uh-huh. We were jumping. Um, and I actually regret not pursuing it to the a full extent, but, you know. Yeah, it's life. It is what it of is. Of course, yeah. I mean, you have a ranch. Who who gives a damn, you know? Uh, so, all right. So, there's uh, – explain to me the outreach part of the ranch here. You guys – find kids and bring them here and teach them about horses yeah that's that's the general idea of the program is um mentoring kids and you know giving them a safe environment they can come to and do their homework and you know get tutored but also you know learn about horses learn about animals that you know somebody else didn't care for at one time yeah oh so are these like rescue horses oh yeah 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 yeah, they're. We, have to, do you, we only have two mics. You say some of them are, are rescue horses, yeah. and you know most of them we probably got from the auction or donated from you know racetrack. We've got a lot of horses that were donated from all over the world, pretty much. We've had people donate horses from uh, Scotland. Yeah. Um, you name it, we've we've gotten a horse from there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
I didn't realize that was part of the the, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you guys want to, sh you want to hop on? Yeah. Hi, I'm Charles Harris. Hey, Charles. Yeah. Um. Hold on. You put your, put the mic closer oh, to. I got, I got yeah. Just hold it a little closer to your mouth. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Here we go. We got Charles joining us on the yeah. podcast. Good to have you, man. How you guys doing? Doing great. That's great. You guys, uh, nice to have you guys here. Yeah. And, thanks, um, man. You know, I met you last time. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um. So. I'm doing um, the Olympic training. You oh, right is, is that who, who he was just talking about? Yes. Oh yes, my, yes. you're the kung fu master. Yes. So I'm doing the Olympic training. Yeah. Um, you want to know how I started? Yes, definitely. Okay. So I'm gonna just start from the beginning. Good, so, thank you. Okay. So um, I'm an inner city kid that come from the uh, drug down projects, which is out of Watts, low income, you know, just just poverty, you know, just, yeah, just have it bad down there, you know what I mean? Just my mom, you know, just by her being her, want the best for her kids, moved to Compton. Uh, I was about 11 when that happened. Um, just me and my little brother were just so interested, in, you know, what's going on around our neighborhood. Uh -huh. So we got on our bikes, we rode around, and uh, came across the horses on this side because yeah. I stayed on the other side of the canal. Sure. So I came on, so I came on this side, and uh I saw a guy standing outside washing two horses. So I was just so amazed by that because I never seen that in <laughs> sure, my face. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, we rode over to him, you know, asked him, you know, a couple of questions. Just like, you know, can we ride him or uh, uh, where did you get him from and yeah. stuff like that? And how, like, how can you guys keep him here? Like, so he told yeah. us this is the farm area. I'm like, okay like farm so you guys have cows and chickens and goats and stuff yeah which they do all over sure. they have cows and uh goats and stuff which they sell their milk around yeah. here so that's crazy um he pointed down here and it was like uh there's a facility down the street called the junior posse uh they teach kids how to ride so i didn't know nothing about it went down here or well, i came down here uh, knocked on the door. I met Maisha, which he spoke on. Yeah. Um, you know, asked her, you know, can we ride and stuff like that? She instantly gave us some papers to fill out. So we went home. My mom filled it out and stuff like that. So the next day, I came back. <laughs> I came back the next day. <laughs> I came back. So we uh, turned in the uh, papers and stuff. And uh, from there, I, I started. I started riding. Yeah. I was a beginner. And I was so eager to to ride, I wasn't scared. You know, I wasn't yeah, scared sure. at all. Yeah. So my first horse that I ever rode in my life was called Mufasa. His name was Mufasa. Uh, what kind of horse was he? A fox trotter? Yeah, he was a fox trotter. I will never forget this horse. Um, that's how I started off yeah. of him. You know what I mean? He taught me a lot of things. He taught me basically to trust, to trust other horses, you know. And give them my trust too, so I, I did that, and uh, I just I just started riding different horses because you start off on the lower level, yeah. then the medium, then the high level. So I instantly went from the lower level all the way to the high level sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> within yeah. weeks, yeah, you know, yeah, within yeah. weeks. So I was like, yeah, that's cool. You yeah, know, you were I got compelled, it. Man. Right, you I got it. it. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I got this. So, what is a fox trotter? Uh, basically, um, it's a, like a walking horse. Uh huh. Okay, you know, so it's, it's, like a walking horse. Yeah, so they're like calmer. Yeah, or, okay. yeah, more smoother. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And uh, yeah, at a walking pace. Oh. Yeah, I got yeah. a fast pace at that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I started on him. Then so I, when when you started, were there other kids? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so yes. there's like a you yes, guys, it was it was Randy. It was yeah. Well, it wasn't Keenan yet. Yeah. He, he haven't came yet. It was yeah. it was it was Randy Carlton, Lele. Yeah. Um, and a bunch of other kids, you yeah. know, that came and left, and we the ones that stayed. Yeah. But over the years, of the years that went past, then he, then Kenan came. Yeah. Then he stayed, as you see, he yeah. is still. Um, but that that would change me too, you know, seeing all the rest of the kids riding and cleaning up, and you know, just being cowboys. Yeah. I was just like, man, this is for me. Yeah, like, right. This is for me, you know. This is for me. So that changed me. That changed yeah. me a, a lot. You know what I mean? Like I say, I come from poverty. I come from gangs, like my family in gangs. Yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's the horses steer me away 
from the games yeah. and, you know, all the negativity, stuff like that. And that's still happening to this day. You got, yes. you got kids right, right. running around, new kids getting involved. Right, right. Yeah. And, and this is how we started the Compton Cowboys, going, getting older, yeah. you know, coming from the struggle, beating the struggle. We decided to form, you know, a group, a brand, an image that's like something different, you yeah. know, a group, of, a group of young black men that came from – you know, a really bad place, but we're we want to do positivity now. Yeah, and that's where, you know, it it, it was a junior posse. That's where we started as kids. Uh, we started as, with the program with that, but getting into adulthood now, we're we're, we're we call ourselves the Compton Cowboys because yeah. that's what, you know, that's what the the older the older person that can ride a horse is considered a cowboy. Mm-hmm. So. From Compton. Oh, <laughs> you get it? Uh, you have to <laughs> you get it. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. No. So it was it's it was a, a junior posse. It. Yeah, and yeah, now yeah. it's you know and the now, Compton now Cowboys. The Compton Cowboys. Uh, um, and the Compton Cowboys are doing great things. I mean, I did I had no idea, so I've known Keenan for a while, and then one day we're at work and someone shows me this Guinness commercial that has Keenan riding a horse. And he's in the Compton Cowboys, and I was like, "How do you get this job?" Like, I just thought you got it as an actor. I didn't even, oh, I didn't know anything about it. Oh, and I was like, and I went home. I was like, "Muriel, man, look, Keenan. They, they like hired Keenan to like ride around a horse." And I thought it was like nah, not real. Nah. And then I, I just because I didn't know, you know, he, he ever spoke about the horses. I well, mean, no, we were at work, but it was like, you know, it was just, it was random. No, he's he's talking about he's talking about more as like. No, just at when the it, time, it was yeah, just, I mean, you know, we're coworkers, we just, you know, go there to make money. We're not our, I mean, I know I'm not my best self at work, right, you know, right, I'm no, in I'm my, saying. you know, and Keenan's is doing, and we, you know, connect on like a professional level there or whatever, but like, it was, it was, so I, anyways, I didn't even think it was real. So, I mean, I just didn't, I mean, I knew it was you on a horse, but I didn't know you were a Cowboy, a cowboy, like yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Guinness is making him ride horses. So anyway, so but fast forward, <laughs> but right. <laughs> so, so Compton Cowboys is is doing great things. That was a a fantastic. Yeah, you guys are a legit enterprise. So speak a little bit on that. I mean, you guys are just interviewed for French Vogue. Yeah, you guys French Vogue was just did this big. big Guinness ad campaign. Like that's. Fantastic! Yeah, We did. We did a couple, a couple of uh, Western, couple, yeah, a couple of Western platforms that we're we're working on. We got, um, we have a meeting tomorrow with PBR, which is Professional Bull Riding Associations. That's yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, we got a lot of a lot of stuff on the table that we're, you know, we're we're looking at. And what was it like being interviewed by French Vogue? Oh, dude, it was awesome. Well, it was actually pretty they, cool. Did they come here? No, they, no, they that oh, they actually came. Yeah, they did come to the ranch here, yeah. but they actually came to my job when I was like. They came they, to beer belly. Yeah, they came to beer belly. They came down there because I, they wanted to get my voices on it, but I was I'm not I don't have time. So they actually came down to beer belly. With like three people, it was it was pretty crazy. Were they like really fancy? Yeah, the accent <laughs> was. Compare them to us. <laughs> no, the same, same, same. Exactly. No, 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 Very professional, versus. Goddamn, Nick. You know, you know, but no, it was that was that was more like okay. Yeah. That's epic on a different level, but like this is like all right. Yeah. What the fuck? This Nick? is the real deal. <laughs> yeah, you know. What the fuck? Let's 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 come shoot the shit with some horses. Yeah. So what's the uh, so what's next? So you got PB, you got a big meeting. You're taking meetings. Taking meetings. Um, contracts, lawyers, all that type of stuff is yeah. in the works on the backside. We're just trying to you know find the next thing that's going to keep us going. How many kids do you have right now? Like kind of coming to the ranch. I don't. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Twelve kids. Um, All right, I have kind of a dumb question to ask. Then you're gonna give us some. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. That's oh, that's that's what podcasts are all about. Kind of right, 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 right. Um, No, my question is is okay. So both okay. So you guys are the Compton Cowboys. Both Compton and Cowboys are represented all the time in media across Mm -hmm. movies, music, television 
across all spectrums. Compton obviously is an iconic, you know, city. Black Cowboys yeah. are a, a, an iconic American. I don't even know what Cowboys are. I mean, you know what I'm saying? My question is 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 uh <laughs> what do you feel like is more uh is more like faithfully represented in media or f- fake? You're saying Compton, Lele saying Compton. Yeah. Is Lele is Compton. is, is here, hold on. We got Lele coming on the microphone. Let me say it. Yeah, yeah, say it. It's Compton because when people look at Compton, it's all gang, 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 gang. But then you see, you come here, it's like, it's awesome. We got beautiful skies, a ranch. It's a culture. It's a it's a culture. You know, it's a it's a culture for us. Yeah, for for us for sure. It's 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 about the culture of. You know, representing something, and due to our, you know, color of our skin, we we want to represent it in a positive way. We're so black. you know, and people, I and mean, white clearly, people love black for some reason. Yeah. You know, but to just to do it mm-hmm. in a positive way, from you know, Showing comparing it to, to the word cowboy, you would think cowboy is a total opposite of what Compton represents. Yeah. Compton represents black. Uh, gangs, uh, violence, mm-hmm. and you think cowboy, you think, you know, white American, Texas. barbecue, Texas, Nashville, you know, Nashville, Tennessee, all that. So it's like, which one would I, hell yeah, it'd be, it'd be Compton for sure. So it's like, so it's like double awesome. Because <laughs> they, they come in from everywhere, you know? Like, oh, you got Compton, you got cowboys, it's like. Put them together, it's put like. Put them together, it's, it's like. It's never been done. Never been done. Nah, it's never been done. I definitely. I definitely am like blown away by how nice it is out here. Like I was expecting it to be beautiful just because it's outside, breeze. but I mean it's like it's not. It's like less hot than it is right now where we live. Like taste in the air. LA, taste air. Like, so it tastes good. It smells so great out here. It's like not. It's just like it's so beautiful. There's like music. It's Spanish quiet. Music. Yeah. Music. Yeah. Like, Playing yeah. Spanish music in the background. Yeah. 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 And this community has been around for a long time, right? Like yeah. the yeah, like this the Very like long the farm. Time. Yeah. Is this that pony out there? Yeah, he's out there. It's uh, Sunny. Yep. No, that's Bugsy. Oh, that's Bugsy. All right. Not a baby horse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're gonna pretty right, much. They're gonna go show us some stuff, right? Yeah. Let's, All right, let's do it. Let's get it. so crazy i'd be thinking like dang only if horses could just know or be able to ride them if they yeah. just know like right. yeah. you know what i mean yeah. what they are capable of like yeah. nobody wouldn't be able to ride these things yeah. everybody be scared of horses <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they big too man, yeah, they your size man what you what you gonna do with all horses running after you when you you go run bro <laughs> you go run so which one are you training on uh it's not here oh. it's not here where do you go somewhere else to yeah yeah i'm over in malibu what what does that mean? What's Mal Mal? I don't know what that is. Oh, Malibu is another city. It just. I'm sorry. Uh, I know the Malibu. city of Malibu, but there's like a ranch there that you oh, also oh, yeah, are. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It it doesn't have a name. Uh huh. I mean, it just at some one house, some big mansion house, and uh, just Wolf, in their backyard. Really? Yeah. What is that? So you go out. You go. There's, so someone owns a horse that is like capable of competing at that level, and you, right, they know right. you, and you ride it and train there. Yes. Is that? Yes great yeah that's awesome that's yeah. awesome and also i'm being trained by will simpson he's an olympian uh-huh oh, uh, wow. i mean he's an olympian a gold medal uh medal uh, olympian he won in uh, uh 2008 then like when he won that i say about i say about like a couple of weeks after that we getting the we getting uh informed oh will is coming down here to meet you guys and he give us lessons well i go over to his barn and uh 
Thousand Oaks. Uh-huh. And just and they give us lessons down there also. And these are like these are like major, major He's like the Kobe Bryant high, of you know, high of level world. Sure. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Equestrian athletes. Wait, the they, you know, they charge like awesome. maybe like four hundred, five hundred dollars a session to yeah. train, you know, regular people. Because he believe he believe in me. So, you know? That's 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 gotta be you know, thrilling. It is. It yeah. is. It's mind blowing. You know, I still can't wrap my head around it. Are you taking the horse you're training on to the Olympics? Like if you qualify, or how do, um, what's the next? But, um, basically, I'm the, the horse that I'm training on now. It just just to start me off the, in the beginnings of beginning of shows and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm just go to the different shows, accumulate these points and stuff like that, and basically. And basically, I'm just trying to get on the USA team also because yeah. I have to go try out and they have to see me and stuff like that. And another thing, like like the icing and the cherry on top with the sprinkles and everything else on top, Yeah, I'll be the first black guy. Oh, on yeah. the American team? Yeah, like on, on the American team, but also competing Yeah. Uh, in the Olympics. Yeah. I'll be the first black show jumper. Horse riding, to me, is, is simple. Anybody can ride a horse. You can, anybody can ride a horse. Yeah. But... To, to to perform, you know what I mean? To jump, to do dressage, or to do any other sports on the yeah. horse, you, you really have to be skilled, you know yeah. what I mean? That's like playing basketball, playing football, or something like that. Right. You really have to know your stuff and really be in tune with that sport. All right, well, speaking of anyone can ride a horse, can yeah. we get a lesson? Yeah, most definitely. Let's do it. Yeah. If I was trying to do it, you were trying to do like gallop, I'd be on the ground in two seconds. <laughs> oh, no, for sure. I'm a natural, though, like, it just comes. Shut up. <laughs> it does, bro, I'm telling you. Okay, oh my god, all right. Um, Key, we just rode, we just rode a horse around the Junior Posse Ranch, man. How'd, how, how'd we do? Uh, on a scale from one to ten, yeah, good seven. Nice, nice. that was good. Seven. That was very good. You guys didn't fall, so that was we that didn't was the fall. Best. We I also had a moment where I was for sure thought I was gonna fall, but only I think it was mostly mental. No, you guys are natural. <laughs> yeah, yeah. for sure natural. That was definitely the first time I ever rode a horse without a saddle. How'd that make you feel? Uh. It was, it was, it, yeah, it was <laughs> insecure. It was good at this level. Like, if I needed to, like, that was the way I was going to save my life, I would probably force myself not to fall. <laughs> but if it was just like, this is supposed to be fun, I'd fall immediately. As soon as I was like, See? you know what I'm saying? If that was the way you were going to save your life, you'd actually fall immediately. No, no, no. You'd be I... like, jump off on the horse and then just fall off the other side. <laughs> Death. Um, all right, well, if the apocalypse ever hits, I'm coming out here to hop on a horse. Oh, what do you then, think I'm doing? Yeah. What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> I got a saddlebag ready, full of water. As soon as it hits, we're out of here. <laughs> we're riding country, cross country. Yeah, we got everything. Dirt bikes. Yep. I'll, we're ready to leave. Now we know where to go. Put, put the children on the goats and go. Yeah, um, for sure. Grab a couple of chickens. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> you get some eggs for sure. Survival. Uh, all right. Well, that was so much fun. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, so if people want to check out Compton Cowboys uh, or get invo uh, involved with the ranch here, uh, how do they do that? Just hit, up on, hit us up on Instagram. Instagram. Um, 
Compton Cowboys. That's at Compton Cowboys. Um, you could talk to our backside managers and team yep. that are putting everything together. Instagram is where the power players come. Play. Support, come support. Look come us support. up. Yep. Get uh, us all that Vogue. Um, it's going down, Nick. Yeah, it's going I, down. I, I I love it, Key. Uh, thank you so much for uh, being on the podcast. No, thank you so much for guys. having me. You guys thanks are the for best. having me. We love you. Compton out. <laughs> Compton out. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Thank you so much for listening to Hella in Your 30s. Yeehaw! We got to thank the Compton Cowboys uh, for showing us around the ranch. We had the time of our lives. Uh, make sure to hit them up on Instagram, Compton Cowboys. Yes, thank you to Key, Lele, and CJ. Speaking of Instagram, make sure you hit us up on the social medias. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the classics. We're there for you. Yeah, and you know what? Give us a review on iTunes. <laughs> and if you have anything, like, I will trade. If you have anything you want me to give a five-star review to, such as your self-published book or, like, your favorite laundromat or, like, something that will get you some, like, weird dumb points for something, <laughs> give me that. I'll do it. And then write us a five-star review. Get your complaints out. Get your loves out. It's all good. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Muriel already said that part. Yep. Uh, I think we're out. Bye. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. What's a creative podcast network? Morning. Cop of murder. Ever wonder what terrible thing happened on this day in true crime history? My name is Karina Bemisterfer, writer and host of Morning Cup of Murder, your daily true crime podcast that dives into what murder took place on today's date in history. With over 500 episodes about serial killers, murderers, cults, and cold cases, there is always something new for you to enjoy. Morning Cup of Murder is the perfect addition to your morning routine. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, start your day with a Morning Cup of Murder. Subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you listen, and come say hi on social media at Morning Cup of Murder. Oh, and remember, stay safe. Hi, Adam Peacock from My Neighbors Are Dead here. Each week on My Neighbors Are Dead, I talk to the tertiary characters real and imagined from your favorite horror films. But this summer, we're doing something different. We are taking you to the northern woods of Michigan, all the way up to Whitlow Lake, to bring you the original tale of the My Neighbors Are Dead Summer Camp Massacre. We're bringing back some fan favorites of the show as we try to piece together through interviews with survivors, witnesses, and with any luck, the killer Chad himself, we're going to try to piece together exactly what the hell happened up there at Camp Whitlow Lake. It starts June 22nd and it runs all summer long. That's the My Neighbors Are Dead Summer Camp Massacre. You can find it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.